0: Welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. You are listening to a podcast by Pastor Eric Seepin and Pastor Andy Littleton. If you enjoy Faith Over Breakfast, we encourage you to rate it on the Apple Podcast app, on Spotify or Google Play. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. My name is Eric Seepen. I'm pastor of the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona, and across from me is Andy Littleton from Mission Church in Tucson, Arizona. Hello. We're about, what, four miles apart, our two churches, four or five? Yeah, pretty close. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we live closer to each other, oddly enough, yeah, than we our do. churches are. Um, so yeah, we just had a really interesting
1: talk about the Let's Go Brandon, the kind con- of, as usual- we- it, it gets it gets more and more entangled, but more and more. Interest. Let's go, Brandon. Metaverse, walking with Jesus in the digital world. Um, uh, and I'd say maybe fifteen
0: minutes into this podcast is when you and I are like, <laughs> boom! All right, we're we're, we're 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 really gonna talk about some that's when, stuff we hit our, so when we hit our substance. When we hit our, which is normally what a coffee is like. By the way, everybody knows this. You sit down with your buddy, you're talking, you're just catching up blah blah yeah. blah and then something comes up and then all of a sudden jesus comes up and then boom you guys are into talking about some really substantial things
1: and that just might happen with us but then again if you want to know what let's go brandon is i guess you have to listen to the beginning yeah you gotta to listen to the beginning so thanks for tuning in enjoy and yeah i hope hope it's helpful hey, Andy, it's hey. how are you doing hey i'm doing fine we we are just acknowledging pre-getting on the mic that a lot of those topics that we said we were going to be all about, we're we're really not ready for. Truth be told, um,
0: this is why the show is you and I getting together for coffee because never would we call each other beforehand and be like, "Hey, so I really want to talk about this when I see you." I mean, maybe that would happen once in a while, but it would be things that we couldn't talk about on there.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> those things. Right. I mean, there would be. I don't even know what they are. Yeah,
0: it would be personal pastor things. That, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Smo.
1: Yeah, yeah, all that. Well, so okay, so here's what I want to talk about. <laughs> all that that we categorize in the Joe
0: Schmo the Joe
1: file. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, you know, we were on a retreat. We did go on a retreat, and so it was fun. It, it was. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, and so we were disconnected from the world, and probably during that time, or maybe before, and we were just disconnected. This whole uh, "Let's Go Brandon" thing came up. And, of which,
0: by the way, this I'm so culturally out of it that I don't think I would have known about it anyway without you.
1: Well, right. And, and I guess I would be, too, except that—so I was at my daughter's softball game um, last night, and I was at the snack bar, and there was a big Let's Go, Brandon sticker stuck on the snack bar. And then I used the restroom, and there was one stuck on the urinal, and then there was one stuck on the soap dispenser— and I got on my phone and looked it up, and I figured it was political just because of the type of it right. was blue, and red, and white with stars and said, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so
0: you didn't require a lot of ability to figure this out. It didn't take too much.
1: <laughs> and the funny thing was my first immediate thought was, well, I can't, I can't root for my friend Brandon anymore. <laughs> I know. And, and Sorry, Brandon. What's You're even, out, man. What's even funnier is the Brandon friend of mine who goes to the church, his name is Brandon Brown. And this all started sort of around a man named Brandon Brown. It sort of turns out. So for those of you who don't know, uh, apparently, you know, as, as has been true on both sides of the political spectrum, the big F word is being thrown around a lot. Um, you know, F Trump f biden it seems like our new political discourse has been to use, get on one side or the other and, and scream the f word the f word um and uh i'm sure that's going very well and changing a lot of hearts and minds yeah no,
0: i think it's probably one of the more effective ways of yeah doing political dialogue
1: yeah and so this was happening at a nascar event right and uh and the you know f joe biden version of it of course because that would be the nascar edition it seems right and uh then from what i gather a reporter interpreted it as As. being about uh let's go brandon brown who was a nascar racer racer and he thought the crowd was chanting for him yeah well no the 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 reporter the reporter yes 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 and so this has become, I'm sure, a meme, and it is—that part is funny to some degree. Right. So now uh, Let's Go Brandon has become the substitute, because it's a little more socially acceptable to say, than, you know, F Joe Biden. So— that that being said, so there's a there's one of the dads of one of the softball players, and he has a a, a hat he wears every week that says F U forty six, which is the you know F U forty six president. Another subtle um, right. way of, of and and wears it to all those softball games and um generally in our softball world, we had to move a little further to the east side of our city okay. to have a fourteen. Uh, a 14 and under team because some of the other leagues didn't have them this year. And the general consensus is uh, is with this guy. So almost everybody seems to be on the same page. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so he was yelling to the girls when they got up to bat, you yeah, know, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, so there's stickers everywhere. It's being yelled. And then, uh, oh my gosh, it's crazy how a social, uh,
0: cultural phenomenon like this can just
1: spread like wildfire. It's insane. And, and so people in the stands are, you know, that's, it's like laughing. And then one of them who I've heard talking about church and stuff was like loving it. So they're church involved, it seems. And, uh, I'm, we are new to this whole thing. So we don't know really these people. We're just sitting there. We're very, so you know, we're, we're barely meeting these
0: people. And you began to taste a piece of the culture.
1: And we're tasting culture, right. right. Wow. And and uh, and then, so I obviously had just Googled it and went, okay, I'm not surprised, but okay, now I know what, what it's about. And then somebody had pulled one of the stickers off of the dugout, and one of the girls was, like hey who did that to the let's go brandon sticker you know so all the the softball girls are all aware of course right and then i said to abby i said oh were you already on this train she's like oh yeah a bunch of kids at at desert christian the school where are wearing that shirt i said oh really <laughs> so um so she's like yeah it's 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 become the big thing and they're all yelling it at sporting events and stuff and I said, do the teachers know? And she's like, I, probably. <laughs> You're probably right. I thought, this is interesting. So, And, and as is true of our softball world, all, is also true of the Christian school, generally, um, though I have never heard any of them say F Donald Trump, the general consensus is that, you know, or sorry, F Joe Biden, the general consensus is in that direction in this particular right piece of the culture. Not a general consensus. I yeah. Would say. Um. Yeah. So that's that's just <laughs> yeah, that, think that was last night at the softball tournament I for think me. It's so so
0: interesting to it's experience on my mind. a bit of co- the culture like just boom how it explodes and there it is. It's just everybody's doing it. Everybody's saying it.
1: You know what? And what has I Think interested me along the way, and this came from so. Our church, our some of our people just got back from Lake Charles, Louisiana, they just did a uh, another hurricane relief follow up trip. So, this is about a year ago, we were there, and this st- struck me for some reason on that trip as we traveled across the south just the amount of these flags and you know, masks right. with uh. With various political things on them. And right. often, often, the funniest thing is I'm going, I don't think the people selling this stuff give a rip. Right, they're making money. They're making money. So then I'm thinking about all these Let's Go Brandon shirts and stickers, and I'm like, this is, people are just raking in money on this. And people are gobbling it up. I mean, it didn't take long No, for people to produce these stickers and shirts, buy them and they're and they're saturating Tucson Arizona which is not even that you know quote unquote conservative this stuff's got to be blowing up it's crazy. Some young dude is just raking in the dough. Right. The the entrepreneur uh, Andy
0: Littleton is thinking about. Okay, this is the the money behind all of this. The capitalism. <laughs> oh, well, it's really it's capitalism. I mean, it's super capitalism. It's capitalizing on people's yes. anxieties and fears and political, angers. Yes. angers and yeah, all the other interesting things that go along with that. Yeah.
1: So. So many thoughts, I mean, as a true faith over breakfast would be eric i haven't I haven't even fully digested this i'm just i'm just <laughs> oh, man. I well, just kind of was taking well, hey, it all if, in as I watched my kid play in her tournament.
0: if and, you don't know what it is, this is like hey, there you go we if we you don't told know you now you there know. there is a phrase out there that you can go google and you'll find out a lot about it
1: and if you go to our church, you can also. You can insult the president apparently, and cheer for one of our church members.
0: Right, all this, uh, yeah, at Mission Church—that's the thing. That's and, but I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's not a good idea.
1: So, okay, <laughs> okay, let's let's you're take it.
0: You're trying to pose a question. I, I'm like, I don't know if the question. I'm just a little flabbergasted by this whole thing. I'm like, seriously, is this where we're at? Like, we're it, we're making stickers, and we're Eric. Yes, this is where we're at. I don't. I don't know if I can do this, man. I just don't. I'm. I'm I, I. I told my <laughs> daughter at, at breakfast today. I said, because I'm like, hey, let's just read this out loud. So I read it out loud to her, and she was she was just shaking her head and laughing. I, I'm like, I. I think I need to go bury my head in a hole somewhere. This is just so insane because of how it happened. A yeah. reporter misunderstands a bad chant a terrible chant about the president as let's go brandon and then all of a sudden that becomes a cultural thing yeah but it's kind of like the plumber thing what was the one about the plumber
1: joe the plumber oh i forget i'm with joe the plumber or something like that so interestingly i was i helped i helped a guy move to boston good friend of mine and he was talking about he he's a philosophy student and he was talking about communication through memes and the how effective it is yeah this is my actually my daughter's major she does okay. this stuff yeah and and i don't remember enough cuz he and i had a lot of and really good conversations this was one of a number and it's one of the ones i retained a little less on because it was less personal but it it was something that I did, I did come away thinking I underestimate the power that people actually give to memes and how much they shape their thinking. I assume this started out kind of as a meme. It was a cultural, you know, gaffe or whatever. Right. And then it became probably a meme and then it became a movement or something.
0: Yeah. Well, and even if it didn't, like memes, yes, they have this power that I didn't realize.
1: Yeah, do they have that power with you? No. Yeah, me either. This is part of part of why I don't. I don't follow any meme accounts. I don't even. I'm stupid. Like I'm a Gen Xer who's almost fifty.
0: <laughs> I I don't. I don't even understand memes. I see them and I I read one in Facebook and I'm like, oh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I move on.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm but a little younger. Maybe that helps, but, but I just don't enjoy them. But
0: I, what you're trying to say, and I think this is important, is that little sound bites yes. used to be on the news and used to be on, um, like the radio, you know, and you'd
1: see nights. it or hear it once or twice, right? And it'd be gone. Right now, it there it kind of goes into this swirling system where it just cycles and cycles and cycles. And and I think, you know, we also,
0: man. So let's just, if we're going to talk about media, you and I, I think you and I were talking about how YouTube has become long form. Yes. And TikTok and Reels are the short form. So everybody's moved. But guess who's on the long form YouTube stuff? You and me. People who are 45 and older, white, males, men and women, older women, are all watching YouTube, young, well,
1: some younger. I've but but, but yeah. But the
0: demographic is overwhelmingly short form. You're in your 30s. You're in your 20s. And Facebook is 50 and 60 year old, yeah.
1: pri- primarily women.
0: I've heard. Yeah. So we're yeah. we're all separating ourselves. Certainly, there's crossover and all of that, but we're separating ourselves into these places. So yeah, a certain group of people are getting all their information long form on YouTube. These you know Meta.
1: Meta-interviews, you know, or interviewing, analyzing an interview <laughs> of someone else. And they're still interesting because anybody can can be right. oh, wow. a media giant on YouTube. I mean, I don't know how many people in my own church, uh, seriously, a long list, who've been like, I'm thinking about becoming, you know, starting something, a YouTube content channel. And in my mind, I'm still probably back in the Stone Ages or whatever, and I'm going, so what makes... Why would you be the expert? But then the truth is, you know, I'm on on YouTube a little, you know, and I have some years in my field, but, you know, not expert level compared to other ministers. And the whole platform is filled with people who are self-proclaimed experts, really. Right. And I don't think that bothers us anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's the YouTube world. There's that. And then TikTok, it's... In Snapchat and so, it's not even so much the self-proclaimed expert; well, it's, it's just like the cultural traveler who is just out, like. You but know. I don't even know. If it, I
0: mean, it's, yes, there is all of this, you know, whatever's in your normal reel or TikTok feed is usually geared at you in a certain way. But I, there are people in my church who use TikTok as a like video photo book. They're yeah. not doing it for anybody. Yeah. It's like Facebook like oh look you want to see my motorcycle and see me driving on it oh, yeah. okay or you want to see my baby they just tick tock it and yeah. that's and it's a short video that they put yeah. some music to i'm like why do you have it
1: so they and, can actually show other people <laughs> and instagram instagram's moving that way with reels yes they're, and they're trying to push that a lot more yeah um, yeah and
0: reels is connected to facebook and blah, yeah blah,
1: blah, that's right. all and then as we've as we've heard uh Facebook is going meta. They're going meta. Um, so they're, which is scaring a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. So this is had a
0: few of those conversations,
1: very much getting into kind of like alternate reality. Um, and so they're in a way if, if Facebook seems like it's outdated, it's probably because they're distracted and they're just not really worried about Facebook just is there and they're, they're working on the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would guess. And so they're, yeah, the metaverse or whatever. And so there's a, there's articles out there. You can check that out. Um, so you can, you can, yeah, basically start living a completely online alternative existence that once was, you could do second life or whatever, right? but this is far more integrated into your life. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think, uh, the, what he, one example that, um, what's his name from Facebook gave, uh, it's just the, the Zuckerberg Zuckerberg, yeah. you know, like you and I could be sitting here doing this podcast and then have we'd an have avatar with avatar us. projected in with somebody else just sitting right. there and we would be having dialogue with that person, but they would be in they you know, need, Minnesota.
1: They don't need to be here. And so it's, it's taking that idea of like the virtual meeting
0: and bring it into reality. It's like yeah. blending the two.
1: Yeah. Pro- probably one of the earliest versions of this, interestingly would be the, the, uh, the Tupac concert, the posthumous Tupac concert. Right. Um, where the the Yeah the avatar or the digital version of Tupac performed. Um and it was nothing but a gangster party or whatever with Snoop Dogg and Doctor and Dr. Dre, I think I think. Um, look how much I know about that. Wow. But uh but I, I think that was kind of an early Yeah you know we we got to see that what that could be like sure and it's it's this weird blend people said they thought you know some people thought it was like a ghost for a bit or something and it's this idea that this non non non-reality or former reality or partial reality actually enters in and you experience it and yeah yeah. Anyway, so there's that's all so what is what does Let's Go Brandon look like in the metaverse? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I think I like... mean it could look ooh, it could get scary. I just thought of like ways in which we could live out our our anger digitally. You know, if yeah. you're if you're saying F Trump or F Biden and you don't you don't think you can, you know, actually you know speak to them and attack them but you could digitally yeah well and like and in an alternate way and what would that what would that do to our souls our psyches
0: and i could kill
1: your avatar without killing you this is what i'm saying yeah this is this is where i'm going like when i'm saying it could get ugly it could get ugly i I think
0: that what my mind and all this goes immediately to is because i'm a pastor i'm like okay what 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 am i called to in all of this and yeah. how am i to live and how am i supposed to guide the children of my community into this because there are a lot of them and they're all going to be the ones that face trying to negotiate this and honestly like as somebody who, you know, grew up in like the semi digital world but by the by the late you know 1990s i was in the full digital world of sorts yeah and having to try to navigate all of that was difficult. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole new world for me. And, you know, so I know they're they're natives, they're all growing up in it, and right. their parents are trying to negotiate it. And there's this constant there's a lot of values being pitched in a way that they weren't pitched before. Like there's uh, just yeah. hundreds of value sets depending on what tribe you belong to. And I think that's also a thing the tribalization. Like we
1: all yeah. have these little sets. So, and and to be tribal once meant a, a you had you probably had to have a physical proximity with these people right. and a shared actual experience. Yes. Now you don't need the physical proximity. You don't need the actual experience. You can have a digital affinity and experience. But it's so in a way it's. You're capable of building a tribe worldwide. Yes. But it's lacking the key elements of what made a tribe good.
0: Well, and I would agree because there's the faith over – let's just – podcasts are a digital thing right and there's the faith over breakfast tribe yeah right it's got
1: more eric people than andy people we know we know
0: we don't even know that i'm talking about (laughs) i'm talking about the people who live beyond tucson yeah oh for sure right we know that there are people who listen to us in japan in canada in phoenix in california there are people who listen to us all
1: over and they might feel they know
0: eric and andy but but to try to mobilize them like you and I are better at mobilizing our own churches, right? Because that's a, uh, this tribe, we, they, they're impacted by us at some level. They, if someone said, Hey, do you know Eric? They're like, Oh yeah, I listen to him all the time on Faith Over Breakfast. That's, that's the extent of their understanding. But if I say, but you know, we're not even capable of mobilizing, not to shame all of you listeners into emailing us, right? Like that's, there's some who email us, but it's uh, like, but there's well, a but, lot of that. Like, but we're
1: not calling, in in asking for emails, we're not calling people to substantial action that makes no. them feel more no. valuable in the world. Well, hey, we're going to mention their name. But I'm saying, make them more valuable in the world. If we sat down and made a plan yeah. to do that, we probably could
0: Get a few figure
1: out what would activate people and call them to action. I think that's just true of persuasive ability and especially if you think about digital tribes well and maybe we could get let's go fob let's go fob <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it's not gonna work it's not gonna work no.
0: please send us a sticker of let's go fob yeah no we'll put it on our, our in our studio <laughs> and take a picture
1: of it um but yeah I, hold on really quick i so i'm <laughs> This Andy whole,
0: feels like this conversation, which is just a coffee, and you
1: know, it's going nowhere. It's, it's, spinning, it's spinning out of control. <laughs> um, no, this is just, this is, I think this is really deep stuff. I mean, there's, okay, where we were at, the the affinity that you're building yes. in these tribes, this is very different, but it's also very disconnected. So you've got, like, simultaneously, People are joining tribes worldwide, but then there is the deepest sense of loneliness and disconnectedness our society has ever seen. Yes. Another question that I think we have to engage as Christians is um, if we were to take the Sermon on the Mount and assume that it actually has you know broader application yes. than the only the things that are in it. So if you were to take the principle you know that Jesus uh, lays down concerning say adultery, where he says, "Look." Um, it, you're not just guilty of adultery when you've actually, you know, slept with someone else's spouse. Right. So when you, when you think about that, when you think about it, now, what does that mean for us as Christians in the digital sphere to say, so let's go, Brandon, it feels, it feels very much like, oh, I don't, I didn't say any of the words. Um, I didn't, I wasn't as as crass and vulgar. Sure. Um, but, and what does it mean for this whole, where where our society is headed with the metaverse and how you can live this alternate reality? I mean, essentially in there, Jesus is saying, you don't have to live the physical reality to be dealing with sin here. Right. And God is present in the metaverse, by the way, right? right. And so, what do we how do we lead through this? How do we speak to each other? What would you say to um, the, you know, if if someone at the softball game is a member of your church or the, you know, the people at the school or whatever, you know, how do you, how do we engage this? Where do we go with this? Well,
0: I think that, honestly, this is, uh, I think this is when the local church, and strong local church culture is
1: important. I agree.
0: And I think this is when you are offering an alternative that is, but at the same time, being extremely welcoming. I think people have to know that there, something has to be really substantially different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what's presented on both political worlds and their religious affiliations, you know, so right and left, and then their religious kind of affiliation, Is is really a mile wide and an inch deep in character, in grace, in truth, in mercy, um, and an unwillingness to like deal with complexity. Yeah. That that is what I've seen our culture like has Mm -hmm. no patience for complexity. Um we need a quick answer, we need a quick solution. And this goes back to the meme. We need a meme that solves that problem. Um, We need uh, three words that summarize an entire argument about something, and uh, and anytime things get complex, then they get like there's doubt that enters. Complexity brings doubt, and Mm -hmm. so when you have doubt, you begin to feel uncomfortable, and you don't know what you believe, and then you think that people are undermining truth, and you don't feel secure. Right? Yeah. And so I think I I think you know I I used to mock. <laughs> the What Would Jesus Do right. <laughs> bracelet. And, I, and and I I mean, there is a, a band that took a lot of the phrases like What Would Jesus do? And they they labeled all their songs out as the subtext. Yeah. To, so all the different phrases and then they had the opposite so what would jesus do and then the opposite was what the hell am i gonna do yeah which excuse my language there for a sec but that was what the phrase was and i think there's a little bit of those two things that we have to like live in is what would jesus do at the ballpark right and what am i gonna do right like how am i gonna do that in response so the question is you know one, I'm not going to say let's go, Brandon, because I now know right. what it means, and I wouldn't say I would have looked at somebody like, "Sure, her name's not Brandon, well, right?" And that's <laughs> and, my and first that's response because I'm be so
1: ignorant, me but. being behind and not being on TikTok or right. whatever. Right. I was that's where I was, just like for a second, I was, was like, like, "Wait, what? There's a girl named Brandon? Like, who's this Brandon?" Respectively, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other part is. You know, yeah, I,
0: I want to be someone who like you talk about the Sermon on the Mount, I want to be someone who's meek. I want to be someone yeah. who is gentle and kind and yeah and and so how do you build cultures that way? Well, you model it yeah. repeatedly you you teach people we all have to be uncomfortable. yeah it's okay to know what we believe and but we have to stand uncomfortable because that's how the gospel goes forward. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I have gotten, I think the, what I think the church is called to now, no matter what size you are, is not, is to is to divest yourself politically and to stand as an alternative that invites people in and says look, this is a different way of living with Jesus. Hmm. We're not actually about the machine, we're about Jesus. Right. No matter what we look like. We can be 2,000, 10,000 people, or we can be 80. doesn't matter. It's Jesus is centric and not Jesus, like, yes, doctrine, and we need to preach good, you know, foundations. But I'm talking about what am I doing in my day-to-day life that is imitating Jesus and has the mind of Christ. Like, that's what we're about. And I think instead what we're about is I need to have the mind of Trump, or I need to have the mind of Biden, or I need to have the mind of some
1: person on YouTube, or some, you know, or who, whoever has the more powerful voice. The interesting thing about the "Let's Go Brandon" stuff and the stickers, and and the flip side of that. I mean, there were people, you know, there was a lot of "F Trump" stuff out there too, and sure, sure. and it all it felt this oh, it felt yeah. exactly the same. By the way, I'm just I feel like I should say it is exactly the same. It is exactly like, the same. No, it's only different. And um and the but there's a certain. You feel like when, you, when you've when you got the shirt, the sticker, the the meme spreading, you feel like you're part of the powerful voice. Yes. When, yeah.
0: Well, and I, I think here, and I'm going to push on something. and I, I want to say I love Brene Brown, but more people come to me and say, have you read, seen, or heard Brene Brown's recent right. thing? And yeah, this yeah, hasn't yeah. happened a lot recently because she hasn't done a lot. That was recently. another
1: one we were going to discuss. And actually, we probably yeah. should. But the thing is
0: most people don't say – Wow, like understanding vulnerability completely changed when I began to really think about Jesus in the gospel of Mark. Right? Have you seen the vulnerability of Jesus in the gospel of Mark? Like you should be talking more about the vulnerability of Jesus in the gospel of Mark. Nobody says that. But who's the originator of vulnerability? Jesus. Like he's the one who has more to say than Brene Brown has about it.
1: Well, and and frankly, I watched the or I watched other the the Brené Brown special, and there was some stuff that was very good. Oh, and it's then, really good. And but then there were moments where I went, "Hold on, the this just became very inconsistent." Um, Certainly, right? And so there were rather than encourage vulnerability in your views on homosexuality, she just made stark statements of the way it ought to be. Um, right? And so all of a well, sudden, she
0: eluded. She was careful not to.
1: Yeah, she's a good you know, public figure. She yes. knows not, but, but, but she, but she didn't encourage vulnerability in your actual sure, like thoughts right. there all of a sudden. Right. And that I found that interesting. Um, but, but overall, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in there for sure.
0: But I'm just saying that it doesn't need to be Renee Brown. I mean, I've had right. it, you know, 20 100%, years 100%. of being pastor. There's like been 20 people who are like, there's like always the quintessential, new essential, um, Person, I I think Jesus, he gets like second fiddle a lot. Totally, totally.
1: I know I'm tracking with you in
0: churches all over the place, including mine. Yeah, and and I think we have to. We got to shift back to Jesus. I mean, that's what we're about. Yep. And so maybe it means, and maybe it's really good. Maybe somehow, and I don't want to pat myself on the back or even you, but maybe it's good that I didn't
1: know about the Brandon thing. Right. I don't need to know about the branding. because your eyes weren't on those channels, right? Looking for anything, yeah. And I think you
0: know it's okay for then someone else to catch me up. And yes, we need to be politically aware, but I don't know if I need to be politically aware of the "Let's Go" Brandon, yeah, right. Uh, I think, um, and and the information overload in all of this, and oh, the, and oh, the, yeah, no and doubt. so
1: I I don't know. I think well that that was a you know I'm I'm not necessarily advocating for everybody should have known about this. It's more now that we know, what do we do? We can tell people about it, but But we're informing you. We're We're now you're in the, in the know and everybody's going, we already, this has been going on for months, guys. We, this is so over. (laughs) Where did Johnny come lately? Um, but you realize that. So what I realized right at the softball game was a, this is something there were two little children sitting in front of me and the entire soft why do we go to to baseball and softball games they were a game we would watch right nobody's watching wow it I'm, is baseball no no <laughs> i'm telling you yeah cuz we've all lost our collective ooh I, you're going to get me on my baseball bandwagon we have lost our attention span like the baseball used to captivate our entire nation because we weren't we didn't need everything to move fast but these true two, these two little kids are sitting in front of me the entire time on the phone. Right, watching just video to video to video to video to video. And they were on they weren't even watching the same ones. Right. They were on separate parents' phones just video to video to video two little guys. Like we're talking sure, 3 or 4-year-olds. And and then you look around and it's like, "Oh, yep, all the adults are doing it." Like there was a grandmother sitting right in front of me watching cooking like reels on Instagram instead of the game. And I had, I had moments myself that I, where I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to answer this email and stuff between innings. I wish I could just put it away, but there's, so what I realized when I'm sitting there, everyone there seemed to be indoctrinated with let's go, Brandon. They knew it. Right. They knew what it meant. They knew it. They were all there. And as people who are like, we want to be disciples of Jesus, you know, I don't, I think our indoctrination level on Jesus is super low. I mean, that's true. I mean. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I don't
0: know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think and we have a hard time paying it.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. Jesus is is not a meme. Jesus is not a meme, and he—that's a new meme. And Jesus he, is not a meme, and you walk with him. It's slow, well, and it's—it's not—it's not quick. It's not sound bites. It, you can. There are some potential sound bites of Jesus, I suppose, that could be valuable, but I, I don't even know if they are. Anyway, the great thing about this moment is that Eric's uh, on his phone. <laughs> But uh but the anyway, it Jesus you walk with him.
0: Yeah, well and I, I was talking to my wife about this just a couple of days ago and about being a pastor and about how you understand yourself and how so much of it is built around growth, 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 numbers, 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 people moving, making disciples, being yeah. If there's so much like uh now ana- like this is shop i know but it's there's such an analysis of value based on the things that are happening in your church and there's no understanding that actually planting a garden of faith yeah takes time yeah and and to have a fruits of the spirit meaning the spirit gives you his fruit <laughs> yeah has to be nurtured developed an open heart has to be created. It's not developed by a meme. It's not developed by a quick, you know, hit. It's a communal walking, an individual walking with Jesus and really pushing in really hard over a long period of time to develop something rich and good. And uh, it's really hard in this culture to do that. But what do I hear all the time from is, is there's some kind of measure of success. And so we have a value of success that... that we have to understand ourselves as doing well by this, you know. How many people are being baptized? How many people are coming to Christ? How big was everything right. on Sunday? And in, even you and I have churches where we're like designed to be small. We still maybe it's just me, but I know what you do. Walk away on a Sunday, either really excited. Oh,
1: no doubt. Because and it doesn't.
0: It, it does not have to do. A lot of times. Like, I could have five people in my church mad at me, but if the church service was completely packed and kind of had an energy, I would be much happier than if it was a smaller evening but two people came to me and talked to me about how Jesus had really pushed them into a place where they had moved out of things they were struggling with and to get to know him better. So I think there's... This has just permeated everything. That fast moving, everything right. has to be here now. I need to understand things now. I need to know things now. I need to now, now, now.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then the, you know, the other thing. And I think there's a lot to work out on this. But so there's a there's a Gospel Coalition article on the Metaverse, and it's it's fine. It's pretty short, but it is a brief introduction. So you could look up TGC Metaverse, I guess, if you wanted to get a little tutorial. But the One of the things they were getting at, and I do think this is true, is we can't just as Christians be like, it shouldn't be like this. You should just read, you know, read the Bible and walk with Jesus. And that's where it's really at. Because people are going to be living in the meme and the metaverse world. And that is our mission field. Yes. And we are still. We're not as detached from it as we'd like to think. We, no, we are. We're so, sitting
0: on a podcast talking about. We're talking,
1: things. yeah, on a on a digital platform, and so somehow we need to learn as Christians how can we exist in this type of world and really carry the values and the person of Jesus with us there, and how can it shape our interactions? How can it challenge us? How can it? allow us to lay it down and walk away from it when we need to. Um, probably a lot. There's a lot that we need to unpack as as people to know how to faithfully walk with Jesus in this world. But it doesn't mean just criticize it and act like it's not there because it's not going away. No.
0: I, I think part of it is living an alternative life in the midst yes. of the community, uh, uh, the larger community. And I
1: think that's what being the city on a hill you, you're the city on a hill is visible to everyone the the light in the dark room of Jesus's teaching is visible and so it it can't be you can't run away right and but it also needs to be unique it needs right. to be Jesus shaped and so people need to need to be encountering Jesus in the church right. in its people right
0: and i think here here's my major complaint about people who are followers of Jesus who want to do this? They walk into a room and they want to compel everyone else to live by grace and truth instead of living by grace and truth themselves.
1: And 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 and, that's, and I agree with you that to be the city on a hill is not to convince necessarily; it's to be faithful, right in the midst. Yeah, right. I, I, and I think some of that means. I mean, if you want,
0: what I'm saying is a big sacrifice. Get rid, you know, try to reduce the amount of time you have. On your phone, begin to practice disciplines personally, and get together with Christians as much as you can. Right, not to to hang out and have fun in the sense of like, hey, we're going to go play board games. Hey, we're going to go hiking. Hey, we're those are all good things. I think those, and you should do them. But if you're not doing them with the sense of, and there's going to be intentional conversation about Jesus, and there's going to be intentional thought about Jesus, even if we're not talking about him all the time. And that's gonna permeate everything that we do. A lot of times I think we compartmentalize Jesus to spaces, like, oh, I'm gonna go think about Jesus when I go to church on Sunday and right. I go to Bible study. But we we need we need to have him with us all the time. We need to understand that he's with us all the time and that he's a living and active through the spirit conversant in what we're doing
1: and in a in a sense i I know this is a nuance but i'm imagining myself at the softball game and i could imagine jesus sitting next to me and there's that's one thing to go well jesus is watching he's here i wonder what he thinks it's another thing to imagine that jesus is fully indwelling me that i am his person here right well let me extend that so you have you
0: standing there or sitting there fully indwelled and Jesus sitting next to you for the imaginary kind of thing. But Jesus, my thing is Jesus love. He's going to feel deep love for all the people yes. and deep grief. Yeah. And what he's inviting you into is to be compelled by his deep love right. and his deep grief of and what what's it, going on in, in that situation.
1: And I'm saying when he indwells you, you begin to take that on, you know, it's like, He's not just there, and right. you go, oh, he would feel this way. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel this way. I feel this
0: yeah, way. Yeah, and I think that what's interesting is there's an opportunity for you to say, to actually be an active person in prayer. And I think this is kind of what I think people don't realize, is when you're sitting in there and you're like, oh, I enjoy softball, and yet I'm grieved by these two young children who are watching right. their TVs, basically. And I the was. Time. It was like, yeah. it was... It's Something craving. was happening in my soul as yeah. I watched it. Yeah. And there's another two say, God, like I, I I just pray for these kids like that this is not a thing that consumes them. Like right. can you can you intervene in their mm. life? I think we think oh that's that's whatever. And that's powerful. Mm. That's you going into a dark space yeah. and, and asking God to invade it. Yeah. And I think we that's
1: don't good. think about those things as much. We just get annoyed at the parents. Yeah, yeah. And that's what tends to Yeah. I did feel the grief actually, as you now that you mentioned I And I'm glad, I didn't know who their parents were. I couldn't tell. Mm. Anyway, so I couldn't even be mad at specific parents. Parents. I just had no clue. But the, uh, but it just felt like, it was, it was that grief of like, what is this going to do to them? Like, how are they going to, how are they going to have deep relationship? How are they going to, how are they going to know God when this, like, these just like incessant screaming characters are all they can see? yeah and uh yeah that's really good and then but but yeah that's a good encouragement inner just enter into spiritual warfare into something like get in it right there
0: yeah Mm. sounds good all right i think we should wrap this up
1: i think we just did awesome hey uh really quick though you you can always uh, reach out to us via email. We apparently have a long list of topics that we could talk about that we just need to right. apparently sit down and take in some media to be able to talk about. So maybe maybe it's good that we can't because we just aren't getting around to that. Right. Which and, is And fine. actually
0: what we found in, is that we really enjoy answering your questions. We love it. We yeah. think that that's the, the best part. And so if you have questions, it is faithoverbreakfast at faithoverbreakfast.gmail.com. But we also are running... Uh, our special thing it's uh get a free book from andy and eric's bookshelf all you gotta oh, do is that's right that's right you say this at every podcast but i <laughs> just email us at faith over breakfast with a question and your address and we will answer your question mention you on air and send you one of our books that we've already read and we don't but, want but you got
1: bookshelf. you gotta tell us a little bit about yourself so we can give you one we think will actually yeah, well, be good and faith over breakfast at dot gmail.com yes,
0: g-mail. anyway.
1: com. Thanks for joining us. Yeah.
0: You've been listening to Faith Over Breakfast with Pastor Eric Siepen and Pastor Andy Littleton. Please share us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you.